Hello, and welcome to Podcast Sans End. My name is Matt, and this is the show where I want to start a clothing company, but don't know how, so I call people who do. Today on the phone, we've got Kenneth from Shiesty Clothing. Uh, a little forewarning, I recorded this in my apartment, uh, so the audio is a little funky. It was late, I was weak, so I didn't go to the studio. Totally my fault, but Kenneth really brought it. So if you like what you hear, it's totally his fault. I can't wait for you to hear what he's got to say, so let's jump right into it. Episode 17, let's do it. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. What's your name, man? Uh, Kenneth, by the way. What's yours? It's Matt. Nice to meet you, Kenneth. Thank you so much for hopping on Podcast Sands End. Thanks for having me. You know, uh, the dope, dope, dope uh, thing you have going on. And yeah, I can't, I can't wait to help and wait to inform people and just let people know about like what the processes of like making clothes. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Dope. Right on. Well, before we jump into clothing, I guess I'm curious about your story, man. Like, uh, how did you start? How did you even get into clothing? Uh, to be honest and really honest with you, it was just more of a, like a hobby. It was more of like I was in high school Actually, I was in high school. I was in college, my first year in college. And I was just, it was just one random day. It was just on on some, like, I used to make clothes for my friends. I used to, like, distress jeans and stuff. Yeah. And then it just ended up, the word shy just came up in my head. And, yeah, it was, it was, it was done from there. I first, when I first started, I started making, like, hats. So I used to, like, order, like, uh, patches off of like eBay or something like that yeah. and Amazon and like I would iron them on and but obviously like I would still go in the process of just like figuring out what would look cool on a hat and all these things Yeah. so from people seeing that and people me getting a good reaction out of people when I first started Shicey because when I first started Shicey I was only selling hats mm. so from getting that good uh, recognition and getting that good like background of just people being able to appreciate what I did with those hats as minimal as minimal as the design process was mm. so that kind of sparked like me okay if people are enjoying the things that I'm doing with these hats why can't we translate it into clothes why can't we translate it into a brand why can't we translate it into a culture why can't we translate it into a lifestyle right that's really cool. So like you almost started out doing just like home projects or I love the, the humble beginnings. <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. So that's really encouraging to see even like yeah. now browsing your online store, like, okay, there's hope for me. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. So yeah, man, it's, it's a good thing. It's, it's, it's always good when people start from, when like from a humble beginning people start from having just the empathy to make something yeah how long just out of curiosity how long i guess since the moment when when you 
turned when you thought to yourself, I can make this a brand and a lifestyle. How long has it been since you, I guess, quote, officially started until now? Like, how long have you been doing this? Uh, I've been doing this for, seriously, for a year. Very so cool. It made, a year in, it made a year in June. I released my first collection in June. Right on. How like, old are you? The beginning. Uh, I'm 21 right now. Right on. For the last few, uh, one or two, maybe even three podcasts, I've talked to guys that were, you know, like 22, 21. Uh, I love the, I'm 23, so also super encouraging to see a bunch of young people uh, creating and making clothes like this. Yeah, definitely. It's it's part of our culture, you know what I mean? And it's like what we're growing up in. You see the same thing in like with Virgil. You see the same thing with like Kanye. They've been doing this stuff for forever. And a lot of people understand like they had to pave the way for like us to be able to do what we're doing right now. Mm. Yeah, because if you look about like probably like even three years ago, you would never, if you were ever to see uh, a social media based um, clothing line, a lot of people wouldn't support it. A lot of people would not, you know what I mean, not have the same crowd and the same reach and following as it is right now. And that's because of those icons that have like paved the way for us. Right, right, absolutely. Uh- so I'm also curious how, what was the process of going from, you know, buying hats, buying patches? Um, like my first, I, I made one shirt uh, and it was basically, a, a, I'd get flannels from the like uh, thrift shop and then I bleached them and then I'd screen print a logo on the back. So basically like super simple, super like done yeah. in my apartment. How did you go from making those you know, simple hats to where you are now and kind of the level of quality and creativity and variety that you have on, you know, your first collection. How did you make that, that leap? I mean, it's just, you just have to believe in what you, what you think is like, what you think is your style, what you think is your, your own niche in clothes. Because like, personally speaking, like, I'm not a big, like, when we say fashion guy, I mean, like, I'm not a big, like, we go in and, like, legitimately, like, check out these, like, these concepts and stuff like that. I, I'm more of a visual person. So, like, when I when I went into creating my clothes, it was just more of what, did, what do I like to wear? Yeah. And whatever I like to wear, I'm going to make it more general for everybody to relate it. Because right. at the end of the day, when you look at a clothing line, there's a designer. Basically, everybody is wearing the clothes of the designer, so everybody's trying to dress like you. So if you <laughs> don't follow what you, it's it's very shallow and it's very simple, but it's it's a, it's a business process and it's, it's a mindset. So like, if you don't have your own like, I call it drip. So if you don't have your own drip and your own style for people to associate themselves with and want to look like and want to feel like want to like be in public with and Mm. have this kind of idea about them that's where people fall off and brands like die out and brands it's the same way with like supreme so like supreme has this whole culture behind them supreme has this whole niche behind them whereas anybody who wears supreme has this idea of what they want to look like, what they want to feel like, and what they want to do. Yeah. So 
when it came to me making my brand, it was just more me staying true to my style and me, me not, because at the end of the day, everybody's going to kind of make the same thing. But what differentiates people from other people is just having your own, your own entity with your stuff. So people are distinct in knowing who, who you are from somebody else. Right. Yeah. No, I really like that. That's great. How, so how did you, how long were you, you know, as you were maybe discovering is the wrong word, but as you were kind of bringing your own style, your drip to reality in these clothes that you're producing, how did you go from like practically go from making a hat to making like a soccer Jersey? Like how long, I guess, were you making your own clothes and when did you, when did you hop to, I don't know, manufacturing or the next step? Yeah. It was just more of trying to, to achieve the ideas that I wanted to achieve. Trying to always try and push what you've done before. So like my goal was when I first put out my first collection, it was just more, it was just more of me trying to learn the, the process behind clothes. Yeah. So not overthink it and not be over complicated because sometimes when you kind of think about making clothes and taking that step from like, let's say making hats to making clothes, you want to make the most complicated thing. And sometimes you have to kind of give people something to where they want more. Right. People hint your capability. So like in the terms of like, even like those soccer jerseys, like you're talking about, like if there was a way for me to make it as complex as I want it to be, Yes, but if you give hints of stuff like that, people tend to appreciate it more rather than making a whole collection that's that that's selling for seven hundred dollars and but people don't really understand the process behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like if if people see something that's simple but has this oh, this really complex detail in it, people tend to draw to it because it's it's something people can relate to because not everybody can, you know what I mean, dress that high end, dress that complicated look that everybody likes to see right on the young people so like that was really the process in what i i kind of learned on my own and like just i've always been around clothes and like when i was growing up i always used to follow like those streetwear brands and like houston and stuff like that so like i always used to see what they did and like just appreciate it from the far so like when it came to making mine i kind of already had an idea and a layout for like what I wanted it to be, what I wanted it to look like, what I wanted, like, the parameters in which I wanted to reach for my clothes. Mm. Yeah. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah, you were, it's kind of, I guess, like the influences from your whole life building up to when you decided to make your own brand. Mm-hmm. How has it, it been since, I guess... You released your first collection. Like people really enjoyed your hats. What was it? What you expected when you released the first collection? Was it more? Was it less? Uh, my first collection when I actually started making clothes, when I it was I dropped the t-shirts. So there were these t-shirts that they just had triangles on them, and they were just like offset. So like basically one was facing up, one was facing down, and then 
Yeah, I was just... Uh, honestly, it was more of like, I didn't... And I always say this, and it's very vague. I don't really expect a lot out of anything. Yeah. And that's because I'm not... Like, if you're expecting stuff out of something, you're making... You're trying to do it for money. You're trying to do it for... For notoriety. You're trying to do it for things like that. Yeah. And for me, it's like... And you see it in brands. Like, you see the brands that understand that this is something that somebody who is making the clothes enjoys doing. Mm. That's exactly why Virgil is so nice and very Virgil so good. Because if you understand that you're making clothes because you enjoy making clothes, you enjoy seeing somebody wearing something that you had in your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's when you kind of enjoy your collection. So like from like the first time when I made my uh, clothes to now, it's just more like those things paved the way for me to be able to have a platform to to reach millions of people, to reach people who are in different countries, people in Africa, yeah, things like that. You know what I mean, and for me, it's like I want to be able to always remember each collection I do, or like just my line in general of being part of someone's life. You know what I mean? Like someone growing up on it, someone telling their mom, hey, I want to buy this for, for back to school. Like, that that's what I mean. Yeah. Because those are the things you remember, you know. For, for me, I don't really base my achievements on, like, how much income is made or stuff like that or how many people know me personally more than the brand, you know. So, yeah. It's, it's just one of the things that I feel like about it. No, I love that, uh, I love that way of looking at it. And I feel like when you measure success by that instead of, you know, income or instead of popularity, uh, it's, it, it allows you to have, it allows you to go into it with no expectations because you're not trying to meet, uh, a number or anything like that. You're just going into it, hoping that it'll affect somebody and that it'll, someone can identify with it. Exactly. Right on. Uh, okay, so I'm curious. First collection's out. Um, you had, how, how many, was it one photo shoot, a few photo shoots? They all look amazing. Um, um, how was that process? Let me, let's, uh, so with photo shoots and stuff like that, and that's really, that's really the bread and butter of my line. It's more like, I take pride in like, having different, relatable people yeah when i mean relatable people i mean real people because it's so easy for us to okay say have a model call and have professional models model for your stuff mm. but most of the time when if you're making clothes people want to see things that catch their eye people want to see things that are different people want to see things that they can relate to somebody when they look at this picture they could be like okay this person that's wearing this t-shirt looks like somebody i would see at the mall somebody right. i would see at the store and those are things that people need then you you back that with the aesthetic of streetwear mm. you, you back that with the aesthetic of the person designing the clothes because for me it's always like a lot of people and a lot of brands have would have dope clothes but when you meet the person who's making the clothes they don't match the clothes right that makes sense yeah and that throws off everything so right like, that's what i mean like if 
if you were to meet me in person, I'm exactly how my clothes look. Yeah. Very spontaneous, very loud, very dressy, very sophisticated, but still street. You know what I mean? Right. It's more of like, that, those are the things that I look for and like, I try and achieve with my clothes and like, I've even dipped into like trying to make videos and collection videos and stuff like that. So like, it's a whole process of just being creative. And mm. when you have the, the good thing is like when you're blessed with like a platform to be able to reach people, you can do so much with it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's amazing. So I guess what's next for Shiesty? Are you thinking about the next collection? Or are you just kind of continuing to push oh, this yeah. one? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm doing, uh, I have some new stuff coming up and it's, it's probably better than the last one, but, <laughs> <laughs> right. but it's just, yeah, it's, it's just, um, really a process of just really just doing more, doing other things. Like, I'm trying to start doing more. I want to do like events. Mm. But I want to. I want to start like actually m- interacting more with the fan base and interacting more with the people who relate to this brand. And so, like for the collection coming out, I have like over six new designs and shorts. Right. Four oh. new designs and women wear and stuff like that. So like, it's a lot of stuff going on and it's very exciting so like what what i'm trying to do with the new collection is just more trying to hold like capsule shows things where people can come to have a good time yeah and still have that aesthetic of of fashion and still have that that whole process of seeing something very dope in an atmosphere that's very friendly right and then meet you and meet other people who like the brand and probably have similar vibes. And yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I, I like to start the, I like to ask first when it comes to advice, just super generally, like maybe you get kids coming up to you and say like, Hey, I love Shiesty. I want to do it too. What's some advice? And just like super generally, uh, what advice would you give to, to someone, you know, like me who, who sees what you're doing and is like, that's where I want to be in one, two, three years. And you know, uh, what advice would you give? Uh, it's for me, I always say it's more, you got to invest in yourself. If you want to, if you want to do something, you, you first of all do it for the right reasons that you want to do it for. Mm. You do it. You do it for. You do it for the reasons why. Why you love the thing, and then then you you research it. You learn the ins and outs of it. You make it your child. Yeah. Like I always tell people, my clothes and my children. Yeah. Like you know everything about it. You know how it's made. You know the process of making it you know, where to get it at. And then you market yourself because half the time I always tell people this, there's people in this world that have amazing clothes. Yeah. But if you're not able to understand that 
you're running a business. You're running a you're running a viable entity. You're, you you have a company. Yeah. You have to be able to understand to market yourself in a way that's presentable to everybody, and market yourself in a way that will be able to give you the opportunity to make more ideas. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it's just one of those things where like, and I always tell people this cause I get this question so much Yeah, is that, Hey, how do you, how do you, how do you start this? How do you, how did you start it? How did you get it from, okay, I'm making clothes and like, okay, probably like 10, 15 people are seeing it to where over 20,000 people are seeing it. Right. And it, you just got to make it a religion. Like, you gotta make it part of your day. You, you have to work at something. It's it's like learning to walk. It's like learning to ride a bike. It's it's a process that once you get it and you understand what to do with it, it's it becomes second nature. It becomes a part of you. It becomes it becomes very 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 fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. It's just when you start, it's hard and it's it's it's. It's very hard to stop when it's hard, but and I understand that. But it's just something where if you market yourself and believe in what you're doing and keep marketing it, it will happen. Because I always say, like, if you put something into the earth, like, and God made it for you, it it'll eventually it'll come around. You know what I mean? So for sure, yeah. And I think it's encouraging to know that you know it's a process, and you know. It, it's easy to look at all of these brands new and old on Instagram and, you know, as a aspiring designer, you know, wishing like, man, why can't I just do this? Uh, when in reality it's not overnight, it's, you know, every day learning more and more and, and trying and trying and failing and trying again, uh, and persistence. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just something that if it's for you and it's something that you want to do and want to invest your time in and invest your, your love into it. Yeah. Mm. It'll work. It's, it's something. And I say for me, it's because people ask me, how do you make clothes? How do you make clothes? Like how, how do you like come up with these things and they look so good? Yeah. I don't, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not something that I learned in school. It's not something that I ever even thought about when I was younger. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to play soccer all my life, like yeah. 24-7. Yeah. And it's, I'm telling you, it's something where if it's, if it's for you, it'll happen. And you won't even have to try. If yeah. you act like Virgil, now, yes, it's their profession, so obviously you master your craft. Right. But when when you're younger and you have a talent, it's raw talent. And for me speaking, that's how it is for me. It's more, it's, it's more natural. It's more fun. It's more friend based. It's more, I get influences from anything. I could be driving and see a tree. Right. So, yeah. That's, how <laughs> I am. that's amazing. How, how do you think your, because you, you mentioned marketing and how, how important it is. You know, you could design the best shirt in the world or the best pair of shorts, but if you don't tell anyone about it, who's gonna, how, how are they going to know? How is your marketing, I guess, or has it transformed from when you 
we're making hats to now. Like, what have you learned along the way as far as like marketing goes? All exposure is good exposure. And I say that in the lines of if somebody, if somebody's at a party with your shirt on, record it. If somebody, if you even see a sticker of your clothing line, record it. If you have pictures, post it every day. Mm. Post it on your Keep people interacting with your stuff because you don't want, you don't want to have a clothing line and somebody looks at it, let's say they look at it on Instagram. And you don't have one thing on your story. You know what I mean? And like stuff like that because people want to engage with something that they like mm. and people want to be able to see things that they like. So like if you have a brand, you know your own following, you know the type of crowd you would bring to your mm. brand. Well, you do everything in your power to interact with them, obviously. Yeah, so it's... And then after, when when it does get big, you you understand that Okay, you are running a business and you hire people. You get people who are specialized in these things. Right. So, let's say, run, run like, posts for you or, like, get, like... So, like, right now I have a project and I do... My way of doing stuff is, like, I don't really hire people. I I give opportunities to college students. So, like, what... What I would do is, like, we have an internship going on as a marketing internship. So, like, people have, like, sent in resumes and stuff like that. And what we do is we give you a project. We give you a project to do and figure out a way to market the company on whatever social media base you want to market it on. Yeah. And from that idea and everything, when we hear it and you bring back the project to us and you display it for us, the, the best people who have the marketing idea get the, the opportunity to work for a company and and get a paid salary and you know what I mean and those are the things that drive people when people are truly interested in in something mm. and truly interested in your company at the same time that's the best way yeah because everything organic is the best way to do anything it's never good to to you know, people like buy followers, people buy likes, people, you know what I mean? Mm. Those are things that be on Instagram daily. And it's, it's never good to do things like that because at the end of the day, it doesn't correlate if you have, let's say you have like 20,000 followers mm. and you don't get like 200 likes. Right. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that correlates to like, when we're talking in a business aspect, that correlates to sales, that correlates to, engagement that correlates to reach you know what I mean and those are things that keep keep your base and keep your culture alive Mm. because those are people who drive you people interact with your stuff yeah yeah and it's cool how you're getting other people involved like these college students because you know they're getting invested in their brand and when they get invested like that then they just want to tell other people about it whether it's uh, for a project, whether it's for application or whether it's just in life, you know, people get passionate about the yeah. brand and that's all organic. Yeah, that's all organic. So that's, yeah, man, that's honestly, like those are the things that I've learned from just doing it day to day and just learning about it and just not really even learning about it, but just living in it. Right. Because, for me, I don't like 
when I'm telling you like to research it, that's because you're interested in doing it. You know what I mean? And you're, you're looking to do it and you're building a plan to do it. Mm. For me, it was more very, very, very abstract. It was very like, it just happened. Right. And then moving in it and I'm appreciating everything. And, and as I go, I learn. And as I learn, I learn how to make it better, learn how to do it better. So when I do it again, it's amazing. Right, you know right. I mean? so, and that's how I am and that's how I learn. Yeah. So, and, and that's why I always say for people and like, especially with my brand, it's more, it's something that will, will be here for a long time because of the way that it's based in the way, way it's moving and the way it looks and the way it's, it's formulated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I mean, like you were saying how you just kind of, it was organic and it, you just did it. And as you did it, you learned, uh, I definitely need to be careful. And uh, I even had this conversation with the last guest or two, uh, how I need to be careful, you know, doing this podcast is really fun and cool, but I can't research myself to death you know, I need to, at some point I need to jump in and do something, whether I'm quote prepared or not. Um, and I think that's similar for every listener who, you know, maybe is coming to this podcast for a a secret on how to start their brand. When in reality, the secret is to just start. Do it. Yeah. (laughs) You just got to do it, man. It's it's not, there's no secret to anything. It's, It's just having the, courage to believe in what you're doing because a lot of people like will get let's say they start their brand Mm. they'll get two celebrities in it and feel like it's on the top of the world and it's it's not that because not everybody's like relatable to celebrities and like that's why i always say like you need relatable people Mm. (laughs) like the more relatable it is the more a regular person would understand that. And they're more regular people than, you know what I mean? Right. Let's say rich, let's say famous, let's say popular, you know what I mean? Mm. There's more regular people than that. And that's what you want. You want, you want it to be something one day you see a, even you see a hobo wearing it. (laughs) That, that's, that's even a statement to let you know that how, invested your clothing line is in the culture. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. Like I love mo- a lot of people set goals like, Oh man, I want someone to wear it uh, on stage at this concert or I want this famous person to wear it. But it's like, man, the real test is if a hobo is wearing your shirt, you know, yeah. if the hobo is wearing your shirt, it's, it's lit. <laughs> That's amazing. The hobo test. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, it's, it's it's fun though, and I appreciate it. And it's yeah, it's uh, for me. I just I'm very thankful to God and everything for like just having the platform, having the platform to be able to create, having the platform to influence, having the platform to do things for the community. You know what I mean? And that's 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 the thing I love about it. 
That is it for this episode of Podcast Sans and Kenneth. Thank you so much for hopping on the phone, uh, talking about Shiesty. I really appreciate it. Learned a ton. You rock, man. Follow Shiesty Clothing at Shiesty Clothing on Instagram and shiestyclothing.com. Find those links in the show notes at podcastsandsend.com. Keep up with the show at podcastsandsend on Instagram and podcastsandsend.com. If you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button, hit that favorite button, drop a review, a comment, or if you're listening on Anchor, a voice message. I would love to hear from you. Uh, maybe even ask a question for next week's guest. Follow my journey at Real Matt Andre on Instagram and Matt Vlogs on YouTube. Shout out as usual to Benjamin Banger. You are listening to his track Church. Find a link to his latest album once again at podcastsandsend.com. Thank you so much for listening. That's all for now. Stay tuned for next week's episode with who knows who. So until next time, peace, love, and rock on. Podcast Sands and Kenneth.